This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit in your home. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show! Well, hey there, families, and welcome to another episode of the Fresh Start Family Show. I am your host, Wendy Snyder, and together with my hubby, Terry, today we have an episode for you that includes an interview with Katherine Coles. Katherine is the founder of the Redirecting Children's Behavior Program, which is just a wonderful positive parenting program that is the first program that I ever became a certified parenting educator of. So her work is very special to me. I'm very grateful for Katherine and the program that she created because it really did change our life. Almost a decade ago, when we found our first Redirecting Children's Behavior class, um, that's when everything changed for me. If you've ever heard episode one of the Fresh Start Family Show, you've heard our story about how when Stella, my daughter, was a toddler, um, we really <laughs> we really kind of hit a pit of darkness in our parenting and did not know what to do, did not have a full toolkit. And when we walked in those doors for our first redirecting children's behavior class, everything changed. So I just love Catherine's work. Um, she runs an organization called the International Network for Children and families, and she just really is a wealth of knowledge. She's covering today with us seven tips to correct misbehavior with connection. So this is just a great way to continue to build out your compassionate discipline toolkit, which I know is such a hot topic for parents. We all want to have a strong, like, big toolkit, right? We want to be able to have lots of choices when we feel like we need to discipline our kids, and so this episode is really going to help you in that manner. So remember that a lot of the stuff we cover in today's episode when it comes to compassionate discipline and how to work with your kids and how to have empathy and connect with them and listen intently, all these things that we talk about with Catherine are covered in both our foundations course and in our Bonfire membership program here at Fresh Start Family. Well, hey there, families. Welcome to today's episode all about one of our favorite subjects to talk about, compassionate discipline. We have the honor of spending the next, um, hopefully, 30 to 45 minutes. We always try to make these podcast episodes really short and concise, yet powerful for you guys, with Katherine Coles, the founder of Redirecting Children's Behavior, and someone who has become a pal of ours and a mentor, and um, we're going to talk about tonight the seven steps for correction that connect. And this is going to be such a great conversation about ways you can build out your compassionate toolkit, your compassionate discipline toolkit, so you can really teach your kids with integrity these important life lessons so you can stick with limits, with firmness and kindness. Welcome, Catherine. Oh, it's so good to be back talking with you guys. 
Yay! All right, you guys. Well, we have had Catherine on the podcast before. If you haven't listened to episode 17, it's called Redirecting Children's Behavior with Catherine Coles. Make sure you go listen to that. That is the episode where Catherine really tells us all about how she found, you know, how she discovered this work and how she became so passionate about um, being an educator in this space and how she, why she developed the program of redirecting children's behavior. We talk a lot about um, all of that in that episode, and that's just a, a, such gold. So make sure you go listen to episode 17. And today we're just going to kind of jump right into this subject matter because um, Catherine has so much great just wisdom for us in the area of correction, so to speak, or compassionate discipline. And I know, you know, we just, here at Fresh Start Family, we just hosted a free compassionate discipline webinar series um, in the last few weeks at the time of this recording, and the response was so incredible. I think parents are just so hungry to hear about how they really can be firm and kind with their children and teach these important life lessons without feeling like they have to hurt their kids or make them feel worse in order to make them feel to make them behave better. That's something you taught us, Catherine, um, that saying is like, where do we get the notion that in order to make our kids behave better, we must first make them feel worse, right? And right, yeah, so it was just such an incredible response to that um, free webinar series that I did. And so I know parents are really hungry to learn more about compassionate discipline. And we're just so grateful to have you here today to educate us on these seven steps that you have created. Um, so thank you again, Catherine. Let's just get going. Tell us more about um, what this kind of guideline, what these steps are, and how we can implement them into our homes today or tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, The reason why I created these seven steps is I I found that um, parents were using logical consequences, and in their logical consequences, they were doing a lot of punishment. And yeah, so I wanted to create something different, something that would leave the parent and the child connected at the end of the correction. Because so many times, you know, the kid runs off crying and then you feel awful afterwards and then you have to trot back in their room and say, I'm sorry. You know, so, yeah. Um, yeah. And then you feel like a bad parent, a bad mom, bad dad. So um, I created this, these seven steps so that both people could walk away feeling really maybe even more intimate, even even more connected than they were before. Yes. Oh, I love that. We were just talking in our membership group last week. It's called The Bonfire. And I had, um, we had a mom who so beautifully shared how her little boy had gotten in trouble at school one day and he had a, ne- a note sent home and this was the the second time that she was working with him on this and she's a really like um involved parent within our bonfire community and she like she has educated herself she watched the she watches the lessons every month she takes part in the weekly coaching sessions i mean she is just like kind of that star student right um, and what was so interesting is she was sharing in this video of like, okay, this is what I did tonight to teach with integrity. To, to these, these are the tools that I pulled out within the Compassionate Discipline toolkit that we teach families to use. And she, what was so cool was she said, what I realized is that I still am in this battle against that traditional mindset of like, 
you have to pay the price. You need a punishment. And it was so cool to hear her kind of acknowledge that, that she's still getting out of that. And I think it's so yeah. important for families to, to understand that as we're going into this conversation, because this is a little bit more of an advanced conversation, right? I mean, I think the steps go when you, when you learn about this work is like, the first step is just to like, kind of start adopting this different paradigm, right? Which is kind of the first thing we talk about when we teach redirecting children's behavior within the foundations course is you really do have to start seeing it different. Yeah, start seeing yeah misbehavior as communication and and just you know mistakes as opportunities to learn and that you really can teach with such connection and integrity and that works and not just works but like it is so effective and it really I just think it takes families a while to like adopt like really trust that mindset and trust that that's a factual you know statement instead of like sure that sounds nice but you know and so it just I think it's so cool for for families to realize that if they're they're whatever whatever point there are they're at in their journey um just you know this is where we're going with it is like and we are a family who can who can um, really speak to that, that as we've become more fluent in your program, uh, Catherine, over the years, it's been almost a decade now, we really do feel like we can do that teaching always with connection, always with kindness, always with integrity, and we've seen it work over and over again. So I love it. Tell yeah. us more. Yeah, and the bonuses are that not only are you connected, but you're actually teaching a life skill. Because sometimes we forget that children sometimes misbehave because they don't know the life skill. And so this, these seven steps that we're about to embark on actually teach life skills that our kids can use for the rest of their life. Mm, I love and, it. Yeah, and it's so hard not to to get out of the concept of wanting somebody to suffer. I mean, there's there are times that I still give my husband the silent treatment. So, <laughs> yeah, we all have our ways of punishing other people, right? <laughs> right, right, right. So I don't want to make it sound like um, you know we have this angelic relationship here. <laughs> yes. Okay. I know. So um, the first step of the seven is that you want to wait till you're both cooled off. I'm sure that you've all heard Wendy and Terry speak about this uh, a lot. So I call this um, pausing before you parent. Because um, when, when we come at our children with anger, we actually put them into their brainstem, into their amygdala, and it makes it worse for both you and the child. So. First, wait till you're both cooled off and then approach your child with step number two. And step number two is, and, and Wendy, you're going to have to give me trouble about this one, is, <laughs> <laughs> is ask for permission. Is now a good time? Because a lot of times what we do is we barge in on our kids or we barge in on our husbands or wives and we, we don't ask for permission. Is this a good time? Is our timing right? Because if our timing isn't right, our kids will just get defensive or our husbands and wives will just get defensive. So I've they, realized they this one in retrospect a few times. I mean, of course, with your spouse, but I, I realized it even just this week with our daughter. I was like, wow, I tried to, I tried to just go at the lesson right in a time where I just... A, I probably I probably wasn't cooled off, and it wasn't a good time for my daughter to receive it either. 
Yeah. 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 And, and, and I would add that you were having a stressful week, like a stressful day. It was like one of your most stressful days in the last probably year of your life. So all those three components made it maybe not the greatest time. But uh, yeah, it's this is a funny... I'll back you up on this ask for permission. I yeah. like it. Well, I love yeah. that you like it cuz you know, you know me, Catherine, and you know I will challenge it because I love to represent what so many people are thinking, right? Like and and, and it's like 100% I'm on board. It totally makes sense and this is something I haven't done before or taught and I love it. And I know it's going to be really hard for parents because they're going to think, "Are you kidding me? Ask for permission?" Excuse me, we will talk about this when it is time to talk about it, you know? So I love how this is just like such a practice of humbleness of like, yeah, it really is. Like, if you want your teaching to be effective, find a time when everyone is like really in a neutral state of emotion. And that's going to be like, and, but I think a lot of families would challenge this with like, well, my kid is going to say, it's never a good time, which I think. We, of course, you, I'm going to let you answer that. What, what would you say to that? If the kid is like, no, it's not a good time. <laughs> then I would respect what they had to say and just nice. say, thank you. Thank you for telling me when would be a good time. Oh, so that. you don't just let them blow you off, um, but you do get a good time to talk. Um, and the thing that's so cool about this is that it gives the brain a moment to process, to prepare. You know, like if if I say to my husband, honey, um, we need to talk. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's right away. What? <laughs> you know, what happened? You know, as opposed to, is this a good time? You know, is this a good time for you? Um, it's just so much respect, more respectful. And we forget as parents that our kids cannot learn when they're in their amygdala, it doesn't matter what you say to them. If they're in their amygdala, they can't learn, yes. which is what we want them to do, right? Yes. yes. Let's chat for a hot sec, openly and honestly, about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. Timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, three, two, one countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being air quotes mean to their sister or disrespecting you. But then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you can end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. 
I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based, firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle. Oh, so good, Catherine. I love it. This is like, this is new for me. And I love it when there's new stuff. Well, no wonder sometimes you feel like you're talking at a wall because you are because they can't, they can't even absorb it in that moment. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I can see how there's like just so much like empowerment that goes on here because you're not saying we're never going to talk about it. I'm going to let you slide. We're never going to do the teaching here. You're just saying like, hey, I respect you and I'm going to give you some space until you're ready. And once you're ready, like we'll have a respectful conversation. Like, I mean, it's just that's the dream. I love it. Well, hey there, families. This episode is brought to you by the freshstartfamilyonline.com free online masterclass, What to Do When Your Kids Say No, Five Positive Parenting Tips to Help Gain Cooperation and Dissolve Power Struggles with Integrity. Families, this is one of my favorite topics to teach on. We're going to cover how to gently guide your kids towards action, even when they don't want to move or do what's asked of them, ways to see kids who push back a lot as incredible blessings and future leaders, I promise they really are, the importance of paradigm shifting with thoughts and beliefs about power-seeking misbehavior, and how to implement a pause button or a heart connector to ignite creativity and model self-control. You can head to www.freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash power struggles class. That's freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash power struggles class to save your spot. I will see you at class. Yeah, and especially for those parents out there who have children who have a negative first reaction this is really important because it doesn't matter how sweet you say, honey, I'd like to talk to you. And if they're ne- they have a negative first reaction, they're going to balk at you. So this really gives everybody a chance to prepare for what's coming in a respectful way. I love it. One more thing I'm going to add that I, I kind of my create creative brain goes to is like for the toddlers maybe, I don't know if you would agree with this, is even adding a choice in. So like maybe you have this toddler that's like, no, I don't want to talk. You know, I don't even know. I can imagine like all the things toddlers would say, right? But you could say, okay, cool. So would you rather talk about it like tonight at bedtime or in the morning when you wake up and we're snuggling? Which one would you prefer? And you put a choice in front of them to empower them, but like kind of guide them a little bit. Would, Would that be maybe a good idea for the toddlers? Yeah, that would be okay. so sweet. That'd cool. be very sweet. Yeah, very well, good. We've we've done this in, I, I don't want to say it's exactly like this, but like some of our family meetings we've held, we've given the kids some choices around and tried to um, 
not like mandate this like hey at 501 p.m we will be having a family meeting right. you We've know come, yeah um yeah. so um yeah i can i can see how this how this works i love it yeah, yeah. Cool. And, it, and it's great to work on with your spouse or your colleagues, too. You know, it just, just, just works so much better. All right. So the next one is um, to share your observation of the event. So so often we share our judgment yeah. <laughs> of the event instead of our, uh, our observation. Um, a, a great example of this, and Tyler and I had been working on this uh, several times, so it, it's going to go a little bit smoother than uh, when it first started out. But um, once we got going on this, um, I went to pick up Tyler. He was 13. I went up, went to pick him up from school, and he wasn't there. And <laughs> you know me, I went. I was like, oh, what, you know, what, what's going to happen with my son? Where is he? Who, did somebody object me? You know, you know yeah. how you go right to worry. You know, and so. Um, so I got home and I was like still very concerned. And he, he walked in about a half an hour later and uh, it had given me a chance to calm down. And I simply said to him, and thank God I had time to calm down because I probably would have bit his head off if I yeah. didn't. <laughs> um, I said, um, I noticed that you weren't um, at our normal pickup place tonight. Yeah. And so... There was no blame, no shame. It was just what I noticed. So that's a great phrase to start yeah. out with is what I noticed is. Yes. Yeah. And, that's... and leaving out that blame and shame is just so helpful. And then what you, and then you, what you want to do is because a lot of times we jump to conclusions. I, I know I do. And so instead of jumping to conclu- conclusion, you ask, what happened? You know, and what I found out was that my son had told me earlier in the week that he was going to go home with a friend, and I had forgotten. Right. Oh, I love so, that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So if so, if I had come out blasting him, you know, it would have just ruined everything. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so then, so then. I just said, you know, um, it would have been helpful if I would have had a reminder today. And then I asked him how he felt about what had happened. And again, without judgment, how did you feel about it? And he said, well, you know, mom, I, I really, I really could have told you, um, reminded you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's number five is ask them how they feel, um, about what happened. Right. And that's, again, without any judgment or condemnation, okay, or, or any leading, you know, you can ask it. It's always amazes me is the tone of voice that you use because you can ask the same question in a way that has a tone to it that won't work, you know. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so you could say, you know, well, how do you feel about what you did? <laughs> <laughs> and you, love. yeah. <laughs> we were talking just the other day on a podcast when we asked our daughter as a she was a toddler and it was like um you think about it and she would we're come back to us yeah. she was like no you think about it <laughs> and, <it's> like, <laughs> and, and it was just like tone matched tone right there yeah yeah this is cool as i hear you speaking i think this is like the tiniest example ever but the other night we were we Tara, the kids and i so my kids are nine and twelve now 
Nine and 12. Yeah, they just yeah. turned nine and 12. Oh, it's so weird. They were just eight and 11 a month ago. Okay, so like I used to have like a no tech, nothing during the week. And now, well, grandma went away for six weeks and I was like having to take care of the kids. She usually takes our kids once once a week each per kid. And it's like the most beautiful, it's just like awesome. But anyways, I've had the kids full time for six weeks. And so we started watching Ellen together each day from three to four. And it has allowed me to like work on my laptop a little bit while we still had this cool experience. But the other day, Stella started like, Taryn's skateboard helmet was on the um, the coffee table and she started like messing with it with her foot. And, and, uh, and he was like, stop it, stop messing with it. And really, like, his helmet should have been away. It shouldn't have been on the table to begin with. But it was like this moment where it kept happening. I saw her foot, and she would tell him to stop, and then she, she would keep doing it. And I was like, that's in my head, the reactionary, like, oh, blame, judgment. You're just messing with us. You're just messing with him. All started to rise up, but somehow by God's grace, he blessed me with like this ability to like slow down, observe what, like kind of what you're saying without knowing these steps, observe what was happening and get curious and ask her like, what's, what happened? What's going on there? And she, you know, what she said, Catherine is, um, I just like the way it feels. I like the way it Mm -hmm. feels when it teeter totters. And you like, if you've ever heard us talk about Stella, she's like this super kinesthetic kid. She's always touched. She's felt, she's a drummer now. She's a beach. She's an athlete. Like she's just Everything is touchy, touchy feely. And it was this moment where I was like, oh, so you're not out to get us. You're not just trying to tick him off because we were having this fun, like we're watching Ellen. We're having fun. And it's like I could have gone to judgment of like, why are you trying to mess this up? You're just being naughty and disobedient. And instead it was like, oh, yeah, you like to touch everything because you're a toucher. And, And in that moment, I was like, oh, I totally get it. Okay, Taryn, please go put your helmet away and I'll pause it. And then, because your helmet needs to be put away. And in that moment, I didn't blame her. I made the little guy take responsibility for his stuff that drives me nuts that he leaves it out everywhere. And you remained <laughs> connected to everybody. And in the end, you were, you were yeah. connected instead of it blowing up into something. And Yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. cool because I, like, I kind of did what you're saying. And it doesn't happen all the time, but I love it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And it just helps us to understand our kids a whole lot better. Yeah. I love you know, it. when we do that, I, I can remember when I first date, started dating my husband, Brian, Tyler was seven at the time and he was kicking the back seat of oh. Brian, Brian in, in the car. And, you know, I told him a couple of times, please stop, please stop, you know? And, and finally I turned around and I said, what's up, buddy? This isn't like you. What, what's going on? And he goes, mommy, when he's here, I feel invisible. Oh, and he was totally right on because I was so into this re- new relationship yeah. that, you know, and so it just totally makes you look at their behavior in a whole different light. That yeah. is an awesome story, Catherine. Oh, yeah. very cool. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, so, okay. okay. Number six. So number six um, is to ask your child how you think how they think their behavior has affected who, whoever, like a teacher or a friend or you. Um, or another question would be is what, what was the impact of your action? And that question is so powerful because most kids are just so impulsive. You know, they just do what they're going to do and they forget about the consequences and they don't learn to see ahead of time. And so this really helps your children to think about 
how their behavior is affecting others. And again, the non-judgmental tone of voice is real important. And I love that you add that the this question teaches them um, the important life skill of empathy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you guys ready for a quiz? Yes. Oh, that'd be fun. All right, here we go. So I'm going to read these two paragraphs. They're short. Okay. There, There is one thing that is common to every individual organization, nation, and civilization throughout the world. One thing which, if removed, will destroy the most powerful government, the most successful business, the most thriving economy, the most influential leadership, the greatest friendship, and the deepest love. On the other hand, if developed and leveraged, that one thing has the potential to create unparalleled success and prosperity in every dimension of life. Yes, it is the least understood, most neglected, I'm sorry, yet it is the most, the least understood, most neglected, and most underestimated possibility of our time. What is it? Mm. I is, think is some... I may know the answer, but I'm going to let you go first. It's a guess, but is it something to do with communication? No. Okay. Empathy. No. Oh, I thought, I was like, she let us, she said this quiz right after I said empathy. I know the answer. Yeah. 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 So this is shocking. It was shocking to me too. It's trust. Trust. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a great book called um, The Speed of Trust by Stephen Covey. And this Mm. is from an excerpt from it. And Yeah. And, and so the way we handle conflict either builds trust with our children or it tears down trust. So, um, so this very next step um, teaches children how to, how to um, manage trust in relationships. So this teaches – so the, the, the step is to invite them to do a makeup. So this teaches your child – that when they make a mistake, it's important to repair the relationship by doing something to make up for the error. And it teaches the following essential life skills. So the first one is to be accountable, to be accountable for your actions. You know, if you make a mistake, fix it. Yeah. Yeah. The second one is it teaches the life skill of integrity. And um, it's getting back into integrity with yourself. Because what happens is when, I don't know about you guys, but if when I blow it, when I don't do something right, I feel bad about myself. And it tears down my self-confidence until I handle it. Yeah. Yeah. And so we neglect to teach our kids to pay attention to that, that little nagging feeling that goes on in, in, your, in your being. Did I tell this story about Brianna lying last time? Oh, I don't remember. I don't. I don't think so. Or she lied about the birthday party? I don't think so. This isn't ringing a bell. Mm -mm. Okay. So Brianna was three years old, and and she started doing that. Oh, wait. Terry says. I think I do remember this one. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. That's okay. Let's. let's, let's... Uh, Yeah, you did tell us this. Okay. Okay. So I'll try to do a shorter version. So, So. So she started doing this dance that children do when they, when you know that they're misbehaving, right? Yeah. And so I asked her, Brianna, what's going on? And she said, oh, mommy, you know, mommy, I lied. And I went, oh, 
how does your heart feel? And she goes, oh, mommy, my heart hurts. It feels so bad. And I said, I said, oh, yeah, what could you do to make your heart feel better? And so this is this. This is the part about the integrity. What can you do to make yourself get back into integrity and feel better? And she said, well, I could tell um, Taylor. She told her best friend that if she came over, she'd have a birthday party for her. And there was no (laughs) birthday party. That's right. Yes. 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 And so she said, well, I could tell Taylor the truth. And I said, "Oh, oh, man, that would take so much courage. And, and she did, she told Taylor the truth and they blew up and, but a few minutes later, they're fine, having a great time. And I went back and I said, Brianna, how does your heart feel now? And she goes, Oh mommy, it feels so good. Mm-hmm. So, so teaching kids about getting back into integrity with themselves are, is so important and integrity with the other person. So, and when you do that, when you get in integrity with the other person, it restores trust back into that relationship. Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier, okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me know if you have any questions, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. I love that so much. Yeah. Yes. Which is so important. I I mean, I think a lot of parents are probably, I think I, I see a lot in my membership program how this is still like a hard transition for families because they end up forcing the makeup. You know, so what would your guidance be? I mean, I always 
tell them, you know, make sure you're, mo- I think it starts with modeling, right? Like being able to have the courage to say, hey, I was wrong. Or, you know, like that story you told of, T- I think it's Taylor, right? Or Tyler? Yeah, T- Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, him coming home and like, say you would have snapped his head off that night and been like, what is wrong with you? Why weren't you in our meeting spot? You scared me to death. Like, and then later he's like, mom, I told you on Monday. And like, you're like, well, you should have reminded me. Right. Like mm-hmm. I can see that a pat that being a pattern of like blame and then like never doing a makeup for that. Whereas I always mm-hmm. tell parents, like, I think the best way we can teach our kids to do this naturally, this seventh step of the makeup is to like really be like vulnerable and courageous with admitting our mistakes saying we're sorry, doing the makeups, and then the kids will follow suit, right? Like, what, is there anything else you would add? Because I do see a lot of families, like, have trouble with this step because um, it just still feels like they're forcing the makeup. Yeah, well, it's a, it's an if you notice the wording is it's an invitation to make it up. Ah, uh, yeah, I like that. So you're saying, do you would you like to do a makeup? And, and you have to be prepared for them to say, no, I don't uh. want to. Okay. You know, because that child might still be in his amygdala, you know, Mm. and, and and so then you just go back, you know, after a few minutes, after things have calmed down and say, would you like to try now? And the other thing is you can make it so much fun. You can, uh, because sometimes it's hard to think about a makeup, especially if you're mad, you know? And, and so what I've created is a little box that has all kinds of different ways that you can do a makeup, you know, like I could. I could give give you a hug. I could do one of your chores. I could, um, I could write you a poem. There's a whole bunch of them. And so then, instead of having to think about it, they just draw one, and that that makes it a little bit easier too. That's awesome. I like that. Yeah, I love it that yeah. it's an invitation, and then checking back in with them because the way human, I think the way God designed us is that we are not going to have resolution in our hearts until you make amends, right? Like the, right. the, for, the self forgiveness factor, like to have patience with our kids and not force it. So if they're like, no, I'm not doing it. And then like, you're like, okay, I'm going to give you some space and I'll, I'll check back in tomorrow to see how you're feeling. And then just keep giving ideas of like, here's all the options that you could have. Let me know when you're ready. I, I love that idea because it is, it is, again, I think it's this journey from like, being most of us were raised in the like punishment atmosphere and then learning this work. And then it's like, you're just always like inching towards these to become fluent in these seven steps where you're like, okay, I'm fully to the point where like, I really do believe that you don't have to like punish. You don't have to like shame. You don't have to like force. And it's, it's a journey, right? So wherever you are Mm -hmm. in that journey, listeners just know that, um, it's okay. It's okay. Just like take it one step at a time. I remember seeing um, on the news somewhere that like Will Smith and uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, um, it came out that they were some type of like positive parenting family and that they didn't punish their kids and their kids were like teenagers at that time. And I remember the world was like up in arms about it. They were like, what the heck? Like, what do you mean? Like these Hollywood families. And now looking back, I'm like, yeah, they were just probably a positive parenting family who became fluent in this work and realized that they don't need to like destroy their relationship and like make their kids feel like aliens and awful human beings. Like they were just, they're just practicing the work. They're just teaching with integrity. 
Right. And and what's so cool is that the kid walks away actually learning something. Yes. You know, if you just if you just haul off and punish your kid or just yell at them, they don't learn anything. They just you know, they go in their room and they usually kinda think about what a jerk you're being instead yeah. of learning these three valuable lessons. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I would I would I would argue that because you know what I think they do learn, Catherine, is that they learn to blame. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what yes. I mean? Like yes, that's yes. what comes is like you suck. You're the reason why my problems. It's not because I stole or it's not because I hit my friend or threw sand in the sandbox. It's because you're so mean and the things you say to me, like you're the problem. So um, Yeah, that's so true. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. Um, what were we gonna say to you? You know, I just think this is all. I, you know, I totally get it. I think for parents who are either new to this or on the fence, I think we should, you know, remind them of this this last point of like that these actually connect you to your kids and as a family unit for the long term. It's like yeah. you're like, why this sounds like it would take five times as long. Have patience. I have to like edit my words and my tone. Um, I have to ask for if this is a good time. Also, it's a lot to go through. Yeah. They're like, so what What am I getting out of this? And so, you know, I have my own list, but Catherine, I'd love to hear from you. Like, what does that long-term connection look like? Because I think that's the fruit um, that all of this bears. Right. You know, it's not just to oh let's let's do something different it's really for that connection over the long term so what does it look like for you well it looks like adult relationships with your children where they like to be with you <laughs> for one thing Huge. You know, oh god <laughs> yes and you know my kids were really quite good as teenagers they you know they did their share of stuff but we always talked about it and it was our lines of communication were always open so um, you know, that, that was huge for me. And then the other thing is it, you know, I felt lousy as a parent when I lost control. It made me feel bad about myself. And so, um, feeling more calm and more confident as a parent just was a reward in itself. I mean, it, like you said, it takes, it's a process, but it's uh, very rewarding. I love it. So then the fruits, they come in the form of, for yourself, um, confidence, um, calm, peace, sleeping better at night. Mutual respect. Mutual respect. um, Less fear of your kids becoming teenagers. Trust. Or or disconnection as adults. More trust. Um, Yeah. So, you know, there's so many parents, I think, out there that generally, like, they, they fear, you know childbirth and toddlerhood and then they fear a teenagehood and then they have this unknown of what happens after that mm-hmm. i can say where i sit um doing all you know the things that we've done and a lot of them are in these steps that we covered today some of them are new or, or refreshers to us which i think are awesome yeah um i don't fear teenagehood with yeah. with my daughter the way so many of my friends i think do with it with theirs yep um yeah. and i attribute it to this paradigm shift and taking the time to and patience to seeing these things through. So please, yes. I just, I just, I just say to anybody listening, just please take the time to do it. Have patience. Some of it seems countercultural. Some of it seems 
just so different from what you, what mm-hmm. your parents have done or anything like that, this will give you the connection you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the makeups that Tyler ended up doing for me was he ended up, one of the things I love is to have my feet rubbed. And, and so. Yes, that me was, too. Yeah, it was just great, you know. It and you was, get foot rubs. Look at this. I know. It was wonderful. Add and, it to the list. Yeah. And my teenager son would walk down the mall with his arm around me. You know, so those are the things that you get to have if you think about it in the long run. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I just wanted to mention, too, real quickly, because I know we want to end, is um, it's a great – when I teach people how to teach this course, my instructor training program – uh, in the family meetings, one of the things we teach is how to do a family meeting. And that's a great place for people to sit down and make a list of what kind of makeups that they would like nice. to put in that box. So that's where I put rub my feet. Oh, I love it. I would just have like 10 slips, feet rubs. I've gotten, I've gotten to this new pattern where like my kids beg me to stay up later. They'll be, we'll be laying in bed and they're like, you know, mom, no, I just a little bit longer. And I'm like, dude, rub my feet and your wish is granted. And they both, <laughs> they both will now. They both will rub my feet. And I'm oh, like, awesome. this is the best thing ever. And I do. I let them stay up like 10 minutes later. It's like, I'm like, that is the key to my heart is foot rub. So, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. What a great conversation, Catherine. We love having you on the podcast. We could talk with you for hours. Your wisdom is just such a blessing to the world. And um, just thank you for all your hard work that you have poured into the program Redirecting Children's Behavior for, gosh, how many years has it been? Like, when did you, when was like the initial launch of that program? Because I always like draw a blank when I say this, but has it been like 30, 40 years? How many? (laughs) 35 years oh right there 35 yeah. years yeah. that you've been pouring your heart into supporting families so they can be a choice in their parenting and um, find that middle ground between too firm and too kind thank you from the bottom of our hearts and I know so many listeners who um, just just always email us and soak up what we have to, to share and it's so much is it of, is from you so Thank you for being with us today to remind our listeners again where they can find you and how they can get in touch if they want to learn more about redirecting children's behavior and how to find you. Sure. Um, let's see. So um, you can reach me on my website, which is www.incaf.com. And did they get the, this handout from tonight? You know what we'll do? I will create this into a freebie for them. So we'll make sure we put that down in the show notes. And great. they can grab that over on the show notes page. That's a great idea because this is, yes, you are right. They need to have this in their hands because this is such valuable, incredible information. Um, so thank you, Catherine, for offering that yeah. to them. And listeners, yeah. um, if you're listening through podcasts um, app, there's always a, a link that takes you to the show notes page, or you can go to freshstartfamilyonline.com, click the podcast in the nav bar at the top, and there will be all of our episodes, and this one that has a whole page de- designed for every single episode that has the notes from the show and, and things like this, freebies. The links, like we'll link the book you talked about from exactly. Stephen Covey. We'll Great. link everything there. It's a valuable resource. Great. 
And thank you so much for your vision and what you're doing for families out there. I get phone calls all the time from people wanting to become an instructor saying, well, Wendy told me to call you. Or, oh, so it's, yeah. <laughs> it's really neat. Disciples. That's great. You guys, you guys are wonderful. Yes. And, and doing it as a team like you do is so, is so rare. People are so blessed to have a husband and wife team together. What a model. Thank you so much. Thank you, Catherine. Well, we love you and have a great night. And thanks again for being here. Love you too. Take good care. God bless. Bye-bye. For all of the links and more information about what we talked about in today's episode, head to the show notes page, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash 39. That's freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash 39. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano volcano instead of respond like the firm, kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kid's worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening and I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode.